Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Catholic Talk Show. Today, we're going to be talking about the mysterious numbers in the Bible. That's right. In the Bible, there's a lot of instances of numbers that have secret and hidden meaning. I'm going to explore all of those numbers that you see come up in Scripture time and time again. Let's talk about numbers. Mwah, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> All right, looking forward to this episode. We're going to be jumping right in. There's a lot of uh, mysterious numbers. numbers in the Bible. Yeah, after that intro, there's one number I wish I've never heard, and that was his phone number. <laughs> I, I ruin regret the day. <laughs> well, look, we are clearly the number one talk show out there. And my favorite number is one, one true God. No other gods besides that one. The first commandment. Mm -hmm. That's right. One. Hear, O Israel, Lord your God is one. Mm -hmm. And that's true. I like that. Yeah, but there's a, lot of, there's a lot of numbers, um, you know, and I think people are fascinated, mm -hmm. you know, by measurement, by number, by kind. And all throughout Scripture, there are so many examples of numbers being specific. And you think about the Gospel of John. The Gospel of John, you know, he's the most specific with, like, how many fish were caught and everything. It's, it's, this is going to be a great episode. Yeah, you know, and what we're talking about today is not numerology. We're not talking about the secret power and the hidden thing mm -hmm. of numbers. Oh, well, we aren't? No. Dang. Oh, oh. But what we're talking about is how numbers are used in the Bible to represent a specific meaning. And you'll see this in the ancient world where uh, letters and numbers are interchangeable, right? Mm -hmm. You know, in the Roman alpha, Roman numerals, they're letters, right? Uh, and a lot of times numbers had very specific, even word meanings. And that, it really helps you to understand the ancient mind when you see in the Bible, you know, these numbers, 12, 40, 3. 70, right? And they're numbers that you hear as a continuous theme throughout Scripture, and we're going to unpack some of those mm -hmm. and see how all of those references come together to create kind of a unified theme about what a number means when being used in Scripture. Yeah. So the one I wanted to start with, and I think this is, you know, about as good of a place to start as anywhere, is 40, okay? Yeah, and 40 is a very, very common theme, right? I mean, we have 40 days of Lent. There's the 40 days of the... Of, in the desert, there was uh, the uh, 40 years of wandering of the Israelites. Mm -hmm. uh, people were always fasting for 40 days, mm -hmm. right? And you see this kind of common theme that 40 really kind of almost always is associated with either a trial or a transformation of a person, right? Either they're being transformed through fasting or it's a trial where they're in the desert for 40 days. Now, and it can almost be an allegorical number that it means 40 is just like whatever measurement, either years or days, it's a lot, mm -hmm. 40. You know, it's like two score, right? And that's a number that you, you'll see in the Bible. You know, uh, Noah's Ark, it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. Did it rain for 40 days and 40 nights exactly? Or did it just rain for a heck of a long time, mm -hmm. right? But you see that it's like when this number comes up in Scripture, someone is going to be challenged and they're going to be transformed by that challenge. I mean, you hit 40 about 10 years ago. <laughs> that was pretty big, significant yeah, thing. And I've been tried. <laughs> I found wanting, but you're going to hit 40 this year, old man. I am, man. 40's coming. Oh, you gosh. are no longer fresh faced. Hey, I'm in my 30s right up. now, man. I'm, yeah. in my th I'm young. Get the gray until July, and then I'm, then I'm hitting the 40. But I think you're I the think youngest, and you got the most gray. When when I when I that's the truth. 
when when you consider how much the number 40 has affected our spiritual life as Catholics, Mm -hmm. you know, when it comes to the 40 days of Lent, or if you observe 40 days of Christmas from Christmas day until candle mass, Mm -hmm. like the traditional observance, you know, there's, there is significance to that number and, and putting that into practice, you know, you do go through a transformation through asceticism and through, you know, really entering into a desolate time of discipline. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, for that to be reflected so often in the Old Testament, the New Testament, and in the tradition of the church, you think of, you know, St. Patrick fasting for 40 days on top of Crow Patrick, mm-hmm. you know, on that mountain. Um, I think another one that's really interesting is the number 12 in the Bible, right? And that 12 one comes tribes from, of Judah, 12 apostles. That's right. Uh, How, what do you remember from page 12? Page 12 in the Bible. <laughs> what's, what's, set, what's set on the page 12 in the, in the Bible? <laughs> Um, but then, you know, there's also 12 months. There's 12 hours in the day and 12 hours of night. Um, mm. The 12 apostles, you know, like you said, the 12 tribes of Israel. Israel, And that seems to be in the Bible associated with authority, right? Mm-hmm. The, the year is authorized into these 12 months. The, the 12 tribes of Israel, the authority, the 12 apostles. And then you also see, you know, multipliers of that. You know, when you talk about the in the Bible, 144,000 will be saved. Well, that's 12 times 12 times, you know, 1,000, right? And it's to kind of say, look, this is the authority, right? And whenever you see that, it's it's like about governance. It's about people being chosen to kind of administer. Just like the years and the day is administered by God's creation, the, the structure of society is also administered by the number 12. Yeah, and the New Jerusalem, for example, the foundation of the walls are made of 12 precious stones uh-huh. in the book of Revelation. The city is four squared with walls 12,000 stadia furlongs long, wide, high, and high. So the width, the length, the height, all is is regarding this number, this number 12. Um, the former equates about 1,400 miles, the latter 1,500 miles, and there's three gates on each side, 12 in total. So it's, it's fascinating uh, to consider. And, you know, like as I'm, as I'm considering building a church, you know, the 12 pillars that are traditional to a construction of a church, you know, relate in that similar fashion of the new Jerusalem that's to come, but also the, the 12 apostles mm-hmm. and representative of the 12 tribes. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Another number. Let's, you know, that I think that you see in the Bible a lot. Which number do you think of, like, right off the top of your head? You think Bible, you think number. What's the number that comes to mind? Seven. Yeah? Why? <clears throat> what what immediately comes to mind? Well, it's just the, it's the genesis. It's the order that, <clears throat> the, that God created. Like the seven yeah. days? Yeah. The, well, it's... Six days, and then he created the seventh day for us to rest. Yeah, right? for us. Yeah. What else comes? Him. Yeah. What else comes to mind with the seven? <clears throat> um, the seven. Ryan de- Anthony Delacross. Uh, Saint Anthony. Yeah. Seven letters. Seven letters. And where Anthony? did you get the name Anthony? Where did you choose that name yourself? Like confirmation. Saint? And there are seven, seven, seven sacraments. Seven, seven sacraments. Yes. 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 And the Holy Spirit, Spirit is, is seven gifts. Gifts. That's great. See, man, that's awesome. I love I knew I loved it for wow. a <laughs> That was like a governmental interrogation that of was, Guantanamo. Dude. That, that was, that, yeah, I'm being falsely accused. Yeah. 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 Your eyes like your pupils dilated and everything. Well, I didn't do it, priest. Back off. I yeah. didn't answer nothing. <laughs> Where's my lawyer? <laughs> 
Uh, seven's a huge, huge number it in, is. in meaning in the Bible. Uh, it's the number of perfection, right? It's the number of completed things. So, you know, God rested on the seventh day in completion. Uh, Jace, Jacob, he labored seven years to win Rachel, and he was mm-hmm. completed with his toil. The menorah, uh, seven, seven yeah. candles. Uh, Egypt seven, suffered seven years of famine and seven years of plenty. Um, Joshua led the Israelites with the ark seven times around Jericho. That's right. And and then I think one that's really, where this really comes to fruition is in the, in the book of Revelation. Oh, yeah, the There's seven churches. churches, the seven seals, the seven angels, mm-hmm. seven trumpets, seven golden bowls, seven stars, seven hills. I mean, that number, the number is there. Yeah, the number of completion. Yeah, you know, it's it, like this is, it's not fulfillment, it's completion and mm-hmm. perfection, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really closely associated with, uh, you know, with God and with the holy things. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very interesting number. And But now, as we go through these numbers, here's some other things that become interesting that I, we can go into tangent upon tangent, but, okay, well, you look at the number four and what it means in the number three, and then when it comes to seven, you know, the completed things and unity comes equals seven, which is perfection. Like, there's all kinds of tangential ways to look at that, but I don't think we got time to go into all of that. But you got to forgive seven times. Seven, seven times 77. You're mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the flip the perfection side, of mercy. The you know, as far as your soul, mm-hmm. biblically speaking, you know, what do you think of as the number that's kind of antithetical to seven? What's the, what's the number that, you know, counter seven, that's six, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, everyone associates number seven is good luck and with God and six is, you know, unlucky and with Satan, yep. right? But you'll see that, you know, in scripture, six is almost always associated with created things, mm-hmm. things that are creation. That's to what you were saying before, yeah. like yeah. the six days of creation. Yeah. 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 Six days of creation. Um, when in, in the Old Testament, if you were a servant, Mm-hmm. An indentured servant. You had to work for six years to get your um, completion of it. You know, yeah. you were supposed to work for six days a week and on the seventh rest. You know, that's you're creating six days. Mm-hmm. And then the, also, I think that becomes with, you know, if you look at the number 666, right? Then we did a whole episode on that. But it's 666. I mean, it's showing that this is a created being and not divine, right? Mm-hmm. Um Again, that's so. That's kind of the the common theme around that. Um, and again, I mean, we did that whole episode, and then you, like I said, you start getting into the Hebrew gematria, and you start understanding how these numbers work and it, what they represent. And what they represent. It's a great episode. Yeah. It was a fantastic episode. And I think that's a good example as well as you know six 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 being also how it stands in place for. A quantity, but also words. You know, Kaiser near on Caesar, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or near on Caesar, and you get those kind of interplays as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what other is a really great number? Three. Well, what do you like about ninety? Ninety's <laughs> great. <laughs> no, I think three because we haven't talked about three yet, okay. right? And three, I think, is is you know the revelation of the person of Jesus Christ, son of God, like father, son, and Holy Spirit, triune. And then the work, especially that St. Augustine did on De Trinitate, like on the Trinity, mm-hmm. you know, and then really relating the triune nature of God in all of creation. And, and you know, that, that respective uh, mystery of triptych, you know, uh, religious iconography, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, 
the three angels named in the Bible, Michael, Gabriel, and Lucifer. Um, Jesus died the age of 33. So rose know, on the third day. And on the throws on the third day. And and you know, I know Father Tetlow, every time that he sees 333, it's like that's his that's his number. You know, hmm. like he he gets really excited uh, about know, John that. spent three days in the whale. Jesus fell three times mm-hmm. in the via the via Crucis. He had three apostles on the Mount of Transfiguration mm-hmm. with him. Um you know, on the cross, on the on the titulus, there was three languages. Uh, there, there's a lot of significance around three, and again, that is not the same as f- it. It means not seven, like perfection, but completion, fulfillment. Right? Mm-hmm. You usually see that that's like a, you know associated with something being completely fulfilled and in, in full. Mm-hmm. And that's also with the Trinity that, that it's fully God. You know, mm-hmm. the three in one, right? Mm-hmm. And you think of uh, Samuel being called. How many times was he called? When he's sleeping. When he's like sleeping, Sam, yeah. you know, three, three times. times. Uh-huh. Um, but I think the most significant ones with three are the Trinity and the three days in the tomb. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're both, you know, shows that absolute perfection and fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Now, Ryan, you were about to mention a number that you thought was pretty important. 90. What's so important about 90, Ryan? Well, it's Exodus 90. Hey! Oh! Have you guys heard of this? We sure have. I've heard about it 90 times. I've heard about it 90 times, but you know what? I think the 91st time is going to be the one that really does it. Because you're like, you've got a photographic memory. You remember everything. I I don't remember. Exodus 90? What is it? Yeah. Oh, it's a (laughs) a program. It's a program for men. Uh, it's probably going on at a, at a parish near you. There's sure. a, a parish finder, as Father Rich so loves to mention. <laughs> Thanks and, for showing uh, Yeah, it's it's a it's a program where you know you you practice asceticism and um, just basically like a spiritual boot camp for men. And it's produced so much fruit. I mean, you see it everywhere. Um, and just the growth of this, tens of thousands of men are doing this every year and it's just growing and it's what a wonderful thing for you to do if you're a guy out there and you're looking for just a reset a, a reboot button in your soul this is this is this is the program for you yeah so if you go to exodus90.com uh you can get the app for free we'll have a link below uh you could try it out i mean they they're always adding new features mm-hmm. it's something that really helps reorient men towards who god intends them to be and really get rid of all the modern distractions that are holding them down. So mm-hmm. check it out now. Yeah. Enosh lived to 90 years old. He Enosh. Did. Yeah. And Psalm 90 is the only psalm that is credited to Moses. I did huh. not know that. Very interesting. Moses, right? Here, here's another number that I think is you know, pretty big in Scripture, and that's, that's 10. What immediately comes to your mind when you think about 10? 10 commandments. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ten commandments, without a doubt. Yeah, you know, ten often in Scripture is, uh, you know, if you look at how much you're supposed to give, you're supposed to give 10%. You have, you know, your ten commandments. It's about obligation. It's about your responsibility in the covenant, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and ten seems to be such a perfect number for human beings to understand because we got ten fingers. I mean, if we had 12 fingers, it's likely that human beings would have developed mathematics that was based on sets of 12. Yeah. Right? Uh, If we had six fingers, we probably would have, you know, three on each hand. We probably would have had a mathematical system based on multiples of six. But Mm -hmm. because we have 10, 
And we, you know, I run system one. Top through. 10 lists. Yeah, yeah, 10 is probably the most natural order to us. And even in our 10 fingers is our obligation to work the land and to do good with our hands, right? So again, you see 10 always about what you are supposed to do. And I think that's a really pretty um, interesting thing, you know, like in Sodom and Gomorrah, if you can even find 10 people who are good and fulfilling their obligation, I won't destroy mm -hmm. it. You know, it's, it's uh, a pretty interesting number in that. Now, what's the loneliest number after the number one? Loneliest number. One is the loneliest number, number since the number two. Yes. Now, two. Two. It's a lonely Human number. Human and divine. Right. It's the number of unity. Mm. Right. And that's maybe why it's lonely because in that song, they're not really together. Where even two become together. one. Right. Um, it's two by two led onto the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, the, the apostles were sent out in two. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it's about, hey, we're not a show of numbers, but like this is a unified message. Two apostles, two animals, men and women. Uh, they're together uh, so that they are in agreement. I think that's a good way of looking at it. I like it's the first agreement. number that presents unity. That's right. Two. Mm. By, yeah, by, even by mathematics, one yeah. plus one yeah. is what? Two. Dude, you are a math <laughs> genius. I know. You guys are throwing some pretty rough questions at me today. <laughs> I know. He's doing like the abacus in there. He's like, one uh, one, two. two. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one that I think is really, really interesting is the number 70. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is one that, you know, you'll see it a lot, but you're like, huh. You know, after the flood, Noah had 70 descendants that repopulated the earth. Um, there were 70 years in exile. Jesus sent out 70 apostles. There were 70 elders, right? Wait, Jesus sent out 70 apostles? Yeah. When was that? His disciples. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, 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 when he sent them out two by two. Oh. You know, and... and the 70 elders, I mean, even the scripture, you know, the Septuagint, you know, the 70, right? Mm -hmm. It's very much a number connected with administration, God's administration. It's like, this is God's bureaucratic number. When you hear 70, God is saying, this is how I want stuff run, mm -hmm. you know, and that's pretty well, like in, uh, weren't the elders in Israel, there 70. Were 70 elders. Yeah, exactly mm -hmm. that. Uh, huh. So look, I'm, I'm, look, okay, we need to rebuild this world. 70 descendants. We need to run the elders, 70. We need apostles, 70. Whenever you hear that, God is saying, I'm trying to get you guys to operate the way I want you to operate. Mm -hmm. And and so, I mean, as a as somebody who's reading scripture, are we to are we to even take that literally or more in an allegorical sense? I, I, uh, were they always talking in numbers like that to say things, you know? Like I don't think they again, these are kind of more representative. It's like Oh man, I must have tried that a hundred times, right? Right. You know, it's kind of like a okay. like a saying, like, uh, dude, I, there must be a dozen of them, right? Mm. You know, it's kind of like a number that you throw out that automatically elicits a response, response right? Yeah. And you'll see that in scripture. And know? some of it was, uh, you know, incidental. I mean, some of it was actual, you know. Sure. I mean, you know, but but in this particular case, the seventy, you know, I, you know, yeah, you, never, you don't know. Well, right? I mean, but again. There's also things like that that help also solidify the number. Like, well, there's 70 elders, you know. That must be writing, the group of, you yeah, know, responsible. You know, for, 70 times 7. Yeah. It's kind of like that, again, it, you know, it's kind of almost secular or circular nature where you have 70 because that's the number of administration, but then you have an administration of 70, you know, and they kind of, like, 
cross-reference each other. Well, and, and also when uh, Peter, you know, when Peter and Jesus are talking, and he says seven times 70, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe Right, quick, what's play. seven times 70? 490. <laughs> <laughs> this kid's a math witness. <laughs> but, but, man, but, but he's saying, like, he's, he's saying that, you know, he's, he's a part of this institution, yeah. right? Like the 70 elders of yeah. Israel, but it's God that's forgiving the sins. Mm-hmm. Through this institution, how about that? What That's, do you think about that? I think it's great. What do you think about that? Yeah. What, what, you what, think do you about think? what do you think? What's your take? <laughs> huh? Give me a take, Richard. I, Hot mic. You know, you know, I'll, I'll give you a take. You know, mercy, and another number that I find to be fascinating, and it comes from the Gospel of John. We were talking about the Gospel of John before. Is one hundred and fifty-three. That's my favorite number. Is it really? No. There's no <laughs> one hundred and fifty-three in the Bible. Wait. I know this one in your Let rock. me tell you. Hmm. This is a haul. This is truly, this is, <laughs> this is fascinating. So when Peter casts his net into the Sea of Galilee, he drags ashore how many fish? 153. So, yes, <laughs> Very good, Ryan. Where does that number come from? Jeez, that came out of nowhere. And it's so specific. So, like, yeah. biblicists and people throughout the history of the church, they've always like, why 153? Mm. So, St. Jerome, you know. Hey, he, Gordon's Fisherman. Yeah, Let's have a limited yeah, edition us. Catholic fish sticks box that has 153 <laughs> fish sticks in it. This is a the, perfect moment to bring our producer into the into into the because normally you screen. get fish sticks. They have you know twenty or forty, right? You yeah, know, in the box. come over here. I want, I want a fish sticks. I want an answer from the Gordon's fisherman. That's a great idea. Why one hundred and fifty three, Howard? Why one hundred and fifty three? Uh, yeah, you keep putting me on the spot, and you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's like, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, I've been making sure you guys look good, so. It's a, you know, that's a hard job. Yeah, that's a hard job. So you know what, Jerome? <laughs> well Jerome, said, Howard. Yeah, I mean that was that's a he, he so wrestled with it. He's so loquacious. <laughs> so you know, like Saint Jerome, he wrestled with it. He really didn't know either, he just like okay. Howard. So he asks this zoologist, and the zoologist expresses that there are a hundred and fifty-three species of fish in the world. So it would represent at the, yeah, time. at the time and that that would have represented casting the net of mercy to draw every type of species, every type of nation that existed in the world back to God. Um, so that's one. St. Augustine took a totally different take on this. As he does. Yeah. And he's, you know, super intellectual. Yeah. Kind of like me. He starts, <laughs> and he's so good at math, just like you, yeah. right? Uh -huh. and, and he starts thinking, <laughs> hey, if I add up 1 through 17, so 1 plus 2 plus 3 plus 4, all the way up to 17, it adds up to 153. 17 representing the grace of supervening upon the law, showing God's grace to even reach out to the worst sinner. What do you think about that? Somebody's got too much time on their hands. I, I was about to say, like, that, that seems a little far-fetched. I like that. That's I some like Isaac it. Newton stuff right there. You know, that, I mean, that's like, you know, really looking in the numbers. It's interesting, I mean, but dude. There's a there's a lot of things I read in the Bible. I'm just like, what? It's still a mystery. You know, like, yeah, I'm just like, what? <laughs> Begins and ends in mystery. But yeah. the fun part about it is like that in the Numbers middle, are fun. Numbers are fun. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> 
So we've covered one stinky dinkies, two, seven, six, six, six. Here's a number. Both the guys. One fifty-three. Number one fifty-three. That's my new. I'm gonna get one fifty-three tattooed be. on my cheek. Thanks right for sharing eye. that. Hey, Brian, I don't think that was in the show notes, so we, we appreciate. No, that's you just the stuff that anytime. he knows. Anytime. These yeah. are, you know, what can I do? He's, he's a sharer. He shares his knowledge with us. <laughs> You're full of it. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of fullness, yes. let's talk about the number four. Ooh, four gospels, right? The four corners of the earth. Yes. The earth isn't flat. Okay, Kyrie. Yes, it is. <laughs> Don't be throwing shade on my boy, man. Kyrie? Yeah. Look, since he's left Cleveland, he can't even keep a job, barely. See, all of you guys from Cleveland just throw hate on that really poor do. guy, man. No. He won y'all a championship. I love Kyrie. Can't you Kyrie, be happy? Kyrie, we loved your time. We still love you, bro. My, Good. My, he actually was just yelling. He was playing in Cleveland. I just and saw that. Them. I just my saw that. I bought you guys a mother effing championship, <laughs> and you guys no love for me. <laughs> yep. My daughter hey, has guys, a baby Kyrie doll. She does it so, so, really, Kyrie. Yeah. yeah. And he's never played in Texas. Never. 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 I mean, he's played there. He played Come there. to Orlando, bro. Come to Orlando. <laughs> we need a team. Ooh, where careers go to die. We need to stop. <laughs> no, we're going to get a team. Uh, but four. So, I mean, I think the most obvious one is the four Gospels, right? Of but, course. But you also had the four main prophets of the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the cross has four, as opposed to most crosses being shaped like a T. You know, the, the cross was the was four. four horsemen. The four the horsemen. Apocalypse. Very That's good. That's right. Very good. You know, and they all indicate a kind of a complete set. There's four horsemen, and they are all the scourges. There's the gospel writers. There's all of them. The four angels standing at the four corners of the earth means the whole thing has been covered in it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a it's a number you'll see a lot. And again, I think when you start getting into like these multiples and these divisors, okay, well, four, the number of completion times three, the number of perfection gets you 12, you know, the number, you know, so you start to see all these interconnectedness and the gospel writers and the scripture writers absolutely would have seen, okay, well, if we're talking about three and four and that equals 12, 12 means this, and then these two different things, Mm. you know, really complex interplay between numbers, uh, that you really see a lot of in the ancient world because they had a more allegorical way of speaking, a, war, a more, uh, I don't know, representative way of saying things because things weren't quite as measured as they were back then, right? Mm-hmm. It was more like 40 times 40, you know, or, you know, 7 times 70 means just as much as you can. Like, it doesn't mean, what, yeah. 7 times 70? 490. Doesn't mean you have to forgive somebody 490 <laughs> times, right? <laughs> On the 491st time, though, Roundhouse kicked the chest. <laughs> right? um, but yeah, like. You know what somebody needs to do out there is Roundhouse kick the subscribe button. Absolutely. Right? Yes. On YouTube. So if you're watching YouTube right now, Roundhouse kick that subscribe button. Roundhouse kick that thumbs up and share the show <laughs> on all of the social media platforms, just like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's right. Big shout out to our patrons. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a financial supporter of the show, Come on. Yeah. You know, roundhouse kick, catholictalkshow.com forward slash Patreon, and become a patron today. That's right. <laughs> That's a great pitch. I think they're Thank absolutely going to support us now. <laughs> number 60. Ryan, they're not going to. Speaking number of numbers, 60. Yeah. 60? You yeah. have no clue. What about 60? Tell well, me. Well, we're talking about Kyrie. We're going to talk about Shaquille O'Neal. Because the general 
And that insurance has been around for 60 years. Really? Yeah. I just saw it on a promo. <laughs> but so also, you don't know this. The Apostle Paul warned Timothy that the church should not financially support widows less than 60 years old. Really? Yeah. Paul. That's mean. It's in the Bible. And Paul's a nice guy. So Delacross, Delacross gets, you know, mauled alive in a corn combine, <laughs> shred across the field in Nebraska. St. Paul's like Jen's on her own. Apparently. And she's over 65, yeah. Well, no, she's, she's, no, she's under she's 65. She's under 65. You, you, she wasn't robbing the cradle with you, buddy. Oh, so she's on her under own. Under 65. Yeah. And I, think, I think the purpose of that is because it's like, Jen, you can go and you can go get married. You can go get married. You, you can, can betroth. You can betroth and replace Ryan Delacrosse. Yeah. Ryan, you are not replaceable, man. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I got you, bro. Uh, so Isaac, <laughs> so Isaac, what did Isaac after do? his wife is healed of being barren, has first two sons, Esau and Jacob, as we all know. Sure. How old was he? I don't know, but Esau was a wild ass of a man. I know that. <laughs> he was. He was 60 years old, man. Get out. So Ryan, you already have a bunch of kids. Your wife's definitely not barren. But I'm thinking, hey, maybe you have a kid at 62. Not 62, but 60, 60 as well. As well. As well. 62 Be careful either. with your numbers. Come on. Come on. You got to be specific here. And you can, you know, if you have twins, you can call them Esau and Jacob. I think you Don't guys need to stay out of my personal life. That's <laughs> 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 oh, funny. Yeah, so, I, you know, again, I think this is just a nice quick look. And you guys, like... St. Augustine did. You can dig into these numbers crazy. It's fun. And you can really start cool. to... Look at these in a very interconnected way and mm -hmm. understand how the ancients used numbers as allegories, as things to represent each other, mm -hmm. um, and, and as common colloquialisms that we are no longer familiar with. Mm -hmm. So, you know, check you know it what out. they should be familiar with, though. You know what they should be with? And that is, Ryan, what? Estovir Expeditions. <laughs> We're going on an expedition this summer. Really? Yeah, hiking, rafting, fishing, four fly days, fishing. three nights, four times three is twelve. The number of perfection. This is the perfect trip. I told you. <laughs> I've been trying to say this the whole time. It is time. biblically ordained by the numbers that you should go on the Estovir expedition. Look at the fruit. We have fruit for breakfast. <laughs> oh man. We're talking about Pagosa Springs, Colorado, Bozeman, Montana. Good. We've got yeah. some spots open. It's closing pretty soon though. So yeah. please, please go online. Estovir Expeditions. Dot com or Fiat Expeditions, our pilot for the women, and we're going to start that this year. So it's very exciting. It's a great way to retreat from your regular day-to-day -day life, enter into the nature, and renew your masculinity, or in Fiat's case, your femininity. Yeah, and we're building a we're building a community of guys and now women. Um, we're, I mean, one guy came down and saw you at mass. We were hanging out with one yeah, last Joe, night. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, I'm on the phone with a couple of guys mm -hmm. in California that came. All of us, we didn't even know each other, and we've become really good friends from this expedition. Mm -hmm. It's the the movement of the heart out into the the wild. Is, is and I go over see like that. It bond. does great things. For guys, it's just awesome. Yeah. It's just really awesome. Do it. Do it.com. So Done. again, asavereexpeditions.com <laughs> and fiatexpeditions.com. Don't, don't, don't search for that. <laughs> we gotta we gotta take that back. Dude. Did you say? I said do it.com. It. I was like, I don't know what's on that site. Uh, All right, right, hold on. Well, before we cut it out, let me check. Don't it. do that on my Wi-Fi. All right, do Good. it. Good. 
Nothing. It doesn't it's show available. up. It needs to redirect to Estovir. It's available. <laughs> so don't go to doit.com. Nothing happens. And if it does happen, maybe this is just blocked because this is on a directory Wi-Fi, which is a good thing yeah. for a two-stylus charter. Um, Esto- go to Estovir. <laughs> Expeditions.com Please. and Fiat yeah. Expeditions. That's right for the females. <laughs> well, how about that, boys? We are in a mood today. Just yes. in case we need to cut that or edit it, let me start with this. <laughs> Go to EstovereExpeditions.com or FiatExpeditions.com. Sign up today, and we'll see you out on the trails. That's right. So this was a great episode. This was our number one episode. (laughs) (laughs) And all of you are number one to us. So thank you for making the Catholic Talk Show a part of your family, a part of your routine, and even a part of your commute. We're on every type of podcast forum, including Podbean, as well as YouTube. (laughs) So make sure that you're sharing our stuff and spreading the good news of salvation. That's it. In our Lord Jesus Christ, God truly revealed. Triune, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, go in peace. Mm.